Turning Point USA is thrilled to announce our Defeating the Great Reset event happening September 16th through the 17th here in 2022 in Phoenix, Arizona. Join Charlie Kirk, Steve Bannon, the great Jack Posobiec, and myself, I'll be there as well, speaking as we rally to stop this malicious plan for destroying America. We got to put a stop to it. We hope you will stand with us to fight tyranny and preserve freedom. I mean, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, poses one of the most dangerous threats to individual freedom, national sovereignty, divinely ordained rights, and free enterprise that the world has ever seen. The Great Reset must be stopped, and Turning Point USA is leading that charge. Go to reset.tpusa.com to get your tickets right now. Hope to see you there. Welcome aboard to tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. I'm Drew Hernandez, filling in for the great Jack Posobiec while he is on assignment. Today is September 7th, 2022. Today's headlines are, number one, the contents of the top secret documents seized in Mar-a-Lago raid leaked to the Washington Post. Very interesting. And number two, Steve Bannon responds after New York State indictment and says they are coming after all of us, which is very, very true. And number three, a judge rules that Elon Musk can use Twitter whistleblower claims and they're not too happy about that. And lastly, the Shade War update. As Obama's visit the White House today, and tensions linger between Obama and the Biden camps. All of this and more ahead on Human Events Daily. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Third, let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. All right. Postmillennial reports the contents of top secret documents seized in Mar-a-Lago raid leaked to The Washington Post. Very interesting of all things, the federal government working in unison with the media. Here are some details. After a federal judge require that, required that a special master be appointed to oversee the documents seized by the FBI from Mar-a-Lago, contents of those documents were leaked to The Washington Post. The heavily redacted affidavit provided by the Biden administration's Department of Justice specified that they had concerns that the classified documents were not safe in former President Trump's care. Now contents of those classified top secret and secret documents have been leaked to The Washington Post. Uh, also, the judge also specified that a criminal investigation should be stopped. 
immediately, I believe, as well. The Post went on to describe that some of the seized documents were so top secret that only the president, some members of his cabinet, or a near cabinet level official could authorize other government officials to know details of these special access programs according to people familiar with the search who spoke on the condition of remaining anonymous to describe sensitive details of an ongoing investigation. Trump, of course, was the president of the United States. This changes nothing because the president of the United States could declassify anything. So you see this polarization, you see this mobilization of not only the three-letter agencies that are going after political opponents, but this is how a regime functions, an installed regime functions. You have the machine, you have the regime working in unison side by side with the so-called media of that regime. And what is the end goal? To take down the political opponent they have in their crosshairs. And right now here in 2022, they see President Trump as the ultimate threat. This is why they keep calling everyone that supports President Trump a threat to democracy. This is why they keep going after everyone that supports freedom or patriotism or the United States of America. You wave a don't tread me flag. You get designated a threat to democracy and a domestic terrorist, according to these three letter agencies. So by default, because President Trump has these core patriotic values, we all get painted and thrown under the bus and under this umbrella. But what's interesting and I want people to understand when you take a look at these stories is just how closely the deep state works together with these three-letter agencies alongside the so-called media. Yes, they're fake news media, but at the same time, this is state-approved regime media. And what do we know about that? You take a look at commie regimes, you take a look at socialist regimes, you take a look at dictatorial fascist, uh, fascist regimes. How do they function? They function alongside the government with the pre-approved state narrative that they want the public to believe. Now, that's not only just propaganda when it comes to social issues or economic issues that the regime wants the people to believe or to perceive in their own minds. It is also the mobilization to go after political enemies and political opponents in their minds. You get the masses to hate those that you're against, you win. And right now, this is how it's working in the United States of America, not just, you know, campaign ads that are smearing political opponents. No, the deep state literally mobilizing the FBI, the DOJ and leaking information to the free press in order to take down a political opponent that is about to announce his run in 2024. And that's a huge threat in 2022 in their eyes in these upcoming midterms. It makes sense to me why just. A few months before this midterm election, they are aggressively going on the offense to take down President Trump because he's influential and he has a lot of power moving forward. We will see where this goes. The left can play word games with recession, but they can't hide the pain Americans are feeling as a result of their destructive policies. Between inflation, a looming recession and instability all over the globe, you need to prepare before it's too late. That's why I recommend you diversify with gold and silver now. The only company I recommend is Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver or have it delivered securely right to your door. They will educate you on the benefits of physical gold because they care and want to build a long-term relationship. 
Allegiance Gold has the highest ratings in the industry, five stars with Trustlink, AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and have an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Get $500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them POSO sent you. So don't wait. Call or click today. That's 844-790-9191. That's 844-790-9191. Or go to allegiancegold.com backslash POSO. We can't control the Biden administration, but we can prepare. Again, that's 844-790-9191. 844-790-9191. And allegiancegold.com backslash POSO. It's freedom of speech. They got their opinions. We have our opinions. Okay, hang on. They have their opinions. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the misdemeanor from hell for Merrick Garland, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden. Joe Biden ordered Merrick Garland to prosecute me from the White House lawn when he got off Marine One. And we're going to do, we're going to go on the offense. We're tired of playing defense. We're going to go on the offense on this and stand by. They, by the way, by the way, by the way, you should understand Nancy Pelosi Took, is taking on Donald Trump and Steve Bannon. She ought to ask Hillary Clinton how that turned out for them, okay? We're going on the offense. Speaking of the deep state, post-millennial breaking news. Steve Bannon, the great host of The War Room, and shout out to The War Room posse that are tuning in tonight. The great Steve Bannon responds after the New York State indictment. And quote, he says, they are coming after all of us. This is huge. On Tuesday, it was reported that Steve Bannon was expected to surrender to authorities in New York. The new changes are related to the We Build the Wall, an attempt to crowdfund the building of Donald Trump uh, and the Southern Border Wall process in Mexico a few years ago. After the indictment emerged, Bannon said they are coming after all of us, not only President Trump and myself. What's interesting is in January 2021, Trump pardoned Bannon on charges related to the We Build the Walls issue, but they have not been taken on at the state level. So what people need to understand is that this is how you know. It's not a conspiracy anymore when you hear the words deep state. It's not a conspiracy anymore when you hear about the shadow government going after political opponents. This is a clear cut example. The Democratic Constitutional Republic process already went forth Steve Bannon was already pardoned for this issue, but because they don't want to let it go and because they don't want to see Steve Bannon continue to have a voice in the public square to wake up the minds of millions of people, he's not the only one. There's others like Jack Posobiec and Charlie Kirk and Alex Jones and other. They want to silence every single populist voice that is pro-Americana, pro-patriot, pro-freedom, pro-America, because that is the initial threat to this regime. So they have to use every avenue that they possibly can to take down and silence and censor and shut up every single political opponent that they have in their crosshairs. Now, what's interesting about this as well is you take a look at the influence that Steve Bannon has had in such a short amount of time as a host, the war room, millions of views. This is the case that Steve Bannon is making. And I think all of us that watch the show understand and we agree with the point that this is all about shutting down a voice that has a major reach to reach millions of people that have the ability to wake them up, to show them the truth. And, and, and as well, this is not just about Steve Bannon. This is not just about President Donald Trump. This is about the soul of America, which is you. 
those that have the same values, those that have the same values of America surviving and thriving into the future and technologically advancing and intellectually advancing into the future and having a future and prosperity for our country and freedom on top of all of that for our families, for generations to come. This gets in the way of the Great Reset agenda because all of us that are speaking out against it are literally the only thing that's standing in the way, which includes you as well, the American people, the viewers, the thought criminals, the war room posse, and those that tune into human events daily every single night, and others that just love America. They want you to own nothing and be happy and let Big Brother just take care of all of your needs and be there for you every step of the way and just have a full totalitarian regime with a bunch of desperate NPCs, people not thinking for themselves, just literally depending on them on a daily basis. This is pretty much the core message that we speak out against on a daily basis on all of our shows. This is pretty much what President Trump ran on and will continue to run on so what's the core threat here? Is it really domestic terrorism? Is it really people getting killed in the streets because they're scary right-wingers? Is it really white supremacy that's the threat in the United States of America? Of course, the viewers know the answer to every single one of those questions is a harsh no. The real threat is actually them. The real threat is their commie agenda, their globalist agenda, their agenda for total governmental overreach over your own life, your personal life, and for generations to come. This is the core message that Steve Bannon, myself, Jack Posobiec, Charlie Kirk, every freedom patriot that is preaching on a daily basis on our shows, and we will continue to preach this message until they shut us all up. And what they can't do is shut up every single one of you that believe the same thing. I think it's very important for uh, there to be an inclusive arena for free speech, uh, where all, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, Twitter has become kind of the de facto town square. Uh, it, it, it's just really important that people have the both the uh, the reality and the perception uh, that they are able to speak freely within the bounds of the law. Um, and you know, so I, one of the things that I believe Twitter should do is open source the algorithm um, and make any changes uh, to people's tweets. You know, if they're emphasized or de-emphasized, uh, that action should be made apparent so you can, anyone can see that that action has been taken. So there's, there's no sort of behind the scenes um, manipulation, either algorithmically or manually. Speaking of regime powers, the censorship front, the fight and the war and the battle for free speech, Axios is reporting that a judge has ruled that Elon Musk can use the Twitter whistleblower claims in the upcoming trial. Here's a data dump. A court filing released on Wednesday has revealed that a Delaware court has denied SpaceX and Tesla CEO Elon Musk's request to delay the trial uh, that to his attempt to pull out of his Twitter buyout deal that is set to come. The trial's still coming up, but they denied the request to delay it, so it will be happening very Quickly, according to CNBC, who viewed the documents, the court also ruled that Musk will be able to add in claims from a Twitter whistleblower to his countersuit against the popular social media platform. The trial is set to begin on October 17th. 
part of the claims from this whistleblower from the inside were that these people, okay, were, were, were using tactics that were, in these words, extreme egregious deficiencies by Twitter. This is what the whistleblower is saying. Twitter CEO has come out and pushed back and said, oh, these are baseless claims. These are just allegations that are based uh, not in reality. It's targeted and it's not real. They're, they're trying to get people to not see what's really going on inside of Twitter. They went on to say, we are hopeful that winning the motion to amend takes us one step closer to the truth coming out in that courtroom, said Elon Musk's lawyer in a statement in July, Musk terminated his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter, which had been in motion since the spring. The deal had been placed on hold since May after Musk demanded that the social media platform prove that less than 5% of users are bought accounts. You know, I, I, I would go as far, and I think the viewers at home that are watching would agree that this is not just about bot accounts. I mean, maybe in Elon's legal strategy here, he's making it about this to expose even more, to bring to light even more what's going on inside of Twitter. Of course, we want to see that come out because obviously Elon Musk is a businessman and isn't going to want to pay more than he should for a platform that may be dominated by bots and not real people. That we understand. But also what's going on within the company that's going to come to light and the revelations that will continue to come to light as well. Their shady business practices. Also, how are they corresponding with foreign governments? Maybe interfering with elections might come to light as well. Some damning evidence that might come out uh, within Twitter's practices within election seasons, not only in the United States, but worldwide as well. It makes sense why they're trying to silence and discredit a whistleblower that will come out literally in a legitimate court in the process of the court of law, the, the, the legal system that will bring these things to light. And also how they're censoring people on a daily basis. They sit there and claim we are not doing that. We don't have a bias. We're not sitting there censoring political opponents. No, we believe in democracy and free speech. No, we have no shady practices as such. A lot of these things are going to come to light. So it makes sense when the regime doesn't want Coming to light, what's being done in darkness, they run away from that light because they don't want their evil deeds to be exposed. And that's exactly what we're continuing to see here with this social media techno technocracy that we've been seeing for the past few years. Every time their algorithmic practices are exposed, when they're clearly targeting those that they have opposite views from, that is not democratic. That is not free speech. Don't sit there and feed that to us. Honestly, just be honest who you are. Come out and say, yeah, we censor these people because we hate them and we want to suppress them. At least they might have a little more respect, but they sit there and try and virtue signal and act like, oh, we're holier than thou. We are democratic. We believe in free speech. No, you don't. You're a regime. Just be honest with it. Thank you. Vice President Biden. Vice President. <laughs> That was a joke. <laughs> that was all set up. <laughs> the shade war continues with the Obamas showing up to pay the Bidens a visit in the White House. 
And you can see the tensions continuing to rise. It's a little awkward. It's weird. I think because everybody in the White House knows and everybody in the room knows who the real boss is. Is it really President Biden? Is it really this puppet that can't even think for himself or get a decent sentence out or some kind of cohesive thought out of his mouth without making himself look like a total incoherent clown? I, I, I just can't believe that this is the guy that's really in control here. Obviously, there's woke millennial White House staffers that are just feeding him what to say. And the CIA and the DOJ and the FBI are feeding him intel because that's what he has to use to come out and tell the American people. But we all know that good old Barry is showing up every now and then to give a performance and an employee review to President Biden because we know who is really in control in Washington, D.C. Barry is in control of these things. We know that President Obama is literally quarterbacking everything that is going on here. It is the third term of President Obama because nobody believes that President Biden is actually in control. Nobody believes that President Biden has a thought of his own in any way, shape, or form. Just look how badly things have really gotten. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're taking a look at President Biden and saying, hey, you know, maybe this is looking a little bad for us. Maybe we should find someone that's obviously controllable, but is actually maybe a little believable because what they definitely wanted, the deep state definitely wanted in this global elite communist agenda and all the swamp creatures and DC definitely wanted was someone that was controllable. Okay. They needed someone in there that was simply just a puppet. So now they're probably taking a look and this is probably where all the shade is coming from because President Biden's just making everybody look bad. Look at the botched Afghanistan withdrawal with the economy that's being decimated. Uh, the divisive rhetoric that's coming out from this so-called president that is accusing everyone of being a domestic terrorist that they disagree with. I don't know. Maybe this is what President Obama really wanted, but we know that these people are really pulling the strings. But listen, I will tell you, I, I want to know what you guys think at home. Send me and Jack an email at liberty at tpusa.com. Let me know. Do, do you guys honestly believe that President Biden is in control here or is it really President Obama? Is, is this an, an extension of the third term of President Obama? What we're seeing here post the 2020 election. OK, we know what happened, but let me know your guys' thoughts. Is this an administration that is furthering the so-called legacy of President Obama, just decimating this country even further? And let me know if you guys think that, hey, maybe the shade war that's continuing and it's all awkward when they get in the same room. Is it because President Biden isn't really working out and is kind of making them all look bad? I would say yes. Let me know what you guys think. Send us an email at liberty at tpusa.com. And that is all the time we have for tonight here at Human Events Daily. What did we talk about? Let's recap. Number one, the contents of the top secret documents seized in the Mar-a-Lago raid leaked to the Washington Post, the deep state in unison with the state-run media. I think so. Number two, Steve Bannon responded after the New York State indictment saying they are coming after all of us. Of course they are. They're coming after patriots because we go against their narrative and their agenda. And number three, a judge has ruled that Elon Musk can use Twitter whistleblower claims in the upcoming case that we will cover here on Human Events Daily. So make sure to stay tuned for that coming up in October and number four, the shade war continues as the Obamas visit the White House and tensions have lingered between Obama and the Biden camps. Ooh, it is so good to watch them eat themselves alive. And remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you 
Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, share this out with one, just one of your normie friends and leave us uh, your five-star review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But before we go, today's history break. On this day in 2006, Shasha Baron Cohen's mockumentary, Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan, premieres at the Toronto Film Festival. What a throwback to the good old days, 2006. Remember YouTube? Remember when comedy could just be comedy and it could actually be funny and offensive without people getting offended and causing an uproar and running away and canceling everyone? How far we have fallen as a society. If you're watching from Real America's Voice, stay tuned for Frontlines hosted by me, Drew Hernandez, a packed show today, guys, but it must come to an end here on Human Events Daily. As Poso would say, you now have my permission to lay ashore.